Oh my gosh. Oh boy. Oh brother, oh brother. Good morning guys, what's up, what's happening? I need to just take a breath and calm down. This is my second take starting um, starting the, the podcast. Also, welcome to the welcome to Chill Pants Podcast, um, episode one. I'm going to be your host, Mark. And I feel like this is uh, just the intro of like every boy's dream of like every every girl's dream of a wedding. I think every young man dreams of having a podcast. <laughs> and right now I'm I'm um, my dream is coming to life. Um, last couple of years, I've just always kind of toyed with the idea of, of, of kind of doing it more formally, having a podcast, having a place where I can talk more long form. Um, we have, we have the short form stuff, TikTok and vlogs and Instagram. And then I think what's great about podcasts is that it is longer than, you know, it's longer. So you can, you can really like sink your teeth into these individuals and I'm just a believer in like, I love making content that I watch and, or listen to. And I, 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 I watched and a lot, listened to a lot of podcasts. So I was like, dude, let's just start one. Let's just do this thing. Um, and the name Chill Pants Podcast has like been, it's been, a, it's been a name for, again, since 2018 when I first like, when I first thought of this. Um, but yeah, speaking of which, Chill Pants, we have to talk about Chill Pants today. I have my favorite ones on. These are Vori Chill Pants. Uh, you've probably seen me wear these a lot. They're, they are my, just my favorite pants. Um, a company called Vori, V-U-O-R-I, they're out of San Diego. And they have like 5% spandex, okay? So I know, I'm, I'm a dork about pot, I'm a dork about chill pants because I work from home and I have worked from home for eight years and um, I spend most of my days in chill pants. So um, yeah, great, great versatile chill pants. I feel like I could go to the post office um, and also be in the couch. So they're very, you know, many, many hats these, these pants wear. Um, but also if you have a pa favorite pair of chill pants, please let me know. I'm always like on the hunt for like the newest, coolest pants. They don't have to be uh, expensive, just something comfy. Uh, and something comfy and cute, okay? It's not, it's not, asking, it's not asking too much. Um, we also have some tea going on this morning. Green tea, of course, obviously. Um, I also have my timer going on, which I should probably just put out of frame. You guys don't need to see that. Um, so we have a monitor right here so I can look at myself, make sure I'm in frame. And then I have the two lights. This dangly thing is obviously the microphone. Um, I have my audio recorder over here. Cool, just making sure it's actually recording. Oh my God, I just need to like, just chill for a second. Sorry guys, I'm just like, yeah, this is just this is just awesome. So again, welcome to Chill Pants Podcast. Um, this is this is surreal. This is really dope. And if you're here, like, thank you so much for um, for just for be for just being here. Shit, man, you could be doing so many things. And the fact that you're here, hanging out with me, hanging out with us, uh, just means means a lot. So good vibes and. Uh, Let's 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 push onward. Let's let's carry on, shall we, Mark? Um, so first off, I want to like talk about the demographic breakdown of this channel really fast. Um, I think numbers are are fascinating, and in YouTube, um, 
a YouTube dashboard or YouTube studio, which basically is for creators to kind of um, see what their monetization is looking like and their analytics and their demographics and all that stuff. Like YouTube um, is owned by Google and Google provides us with so much information that helps us run our business. So really quick, 90-10 split of male to female. So I'm just gonna put it on screen here, but 89.6% of you are male and 10.4% are female. Um, it used to be more like 80-20, but I think over the years, um, just gotten some more dudes, which is fine. Um, and then the most fascinating piece, I think, is when it goes down to age. Um, nearly 50% of you guys are 25 to 34. My age, I'm 29, going on 30 in August. And I think that's cool. Um, I'm just, I'm glad I don't have, and I, you know, I just take this for what it is. I'm just glad I don't have like, 12 year olds watching my stuff. I, I don't know how to connect with 12 year olds. I don't think they'd be watching my stuff to begin with. And the next big one is 18 to 24 is 20%. And then the third largest is 35 to 44 at 15%. So I just thought I would share it with you guys and think that is interesting. Someone who I follow who gives me just so much freaking joy is a guy named Mark Rebier. First, off, his name is great, Mark. It's Mark with a C, actually, M-A-R-C. Um, Mark Rebier, this is how you spell his name, uh, AKA the Loop Daddy. He basically goes on, um, he basically makes music on the fly. Such such a cool dude. I found him a couple years ago. Um, he just has that energy that like, it just, it just like brightens your day. Just simply put, you, you throw on some Mark Rebier on YouTube, or Instagram. I mean, the dude just is radiating positivity. Watch his video. I think it's called um, "How to Make an Ass Shake." I think. Um, I think that's what it's called. Well, we have a laptop, so we can just we can just check that out. Actually, how to make how to make an ass shake? Is that what it is? How to shake an ass in under two minutes. That video. <clears throat> I'm gonna link down below. It's a minute twenty-seven challenge you to go watch it. It is it is so good. And it like perfectly describes Mark's musical vibe and also like his human vibe uh, all in one video. So we love Mark here. So yeah, I, I posted like 10 videos last month in the month of March. And uh, that was the most I've ever posted in a month for probably like, now you hear the squeaky chair. Um, probably the most videos I've posted in like a long time. And I spoke on it a bit when, like in one of the videos, but um, yeah, man, when you're, when you're like not in a good headspace, I, you don't wanna share anything. I mean, I was creating, I just wasn't sharing the things I was creating. You don't need that extra level of judgment that the internet kind of places on you. And it felt really nice to take some time off, honestly. Like, I felt like it was overdue. And um, if you're not, I mean, I was not able to really find like a great balance with YouTube the last couple of years. Um, it just was some things going on in my personal life. Um, but yeah, I feel like I found, I found a balance now and it just feels super nice. 
um, to kind of post a video, post a video or a vlog, and and actually share shit that's going on in my life. Um, I think back to videos I've again posted the last couple of years, and I feel like um, I have to stay close to this microphone. Getting used to this, guys. All right, working out the kinks. Uh, working out the kinks. But yeah, I feel like I just like wasn't truly opened up to you guys. And again, I like to create the things that I think that I would watch, right? And, and I like to create the stuff that I do watch and that I'm inspired by. I'm sort of reconditioning myself and re, you know, rediscovering my voice on camera again in this past year. And man, it's, it's just like, it's such a fucking weird thing to just like, uh, again, I've talked about this before, but like, I, I just, it feels so good to talk about and to cue you guys in on like what it's like. And um, it's one of the coolest things in the whole world. Like I love, I love making vlogs. Um, it just, it just feels crazy sometimes. I don't know, it's just, a, it's just, it's a crazy fucking thing. And if you guys are cool with me talking about it, um, I mean, shit, then I can, I can go into in depth about it because I've been doing it for long enough to where like, I've had pretty much every single little tiny notch and niche of the YouTube um, crisis. And it's, um, it's mainly been positive. Like I tell people this all the time, but like the most amazing things in my life have come from the internet, always. And then you could argue that maybe all the bad things have also come from the internet. No, um, but truly like all the good shit has, has come from the internet. Um, and just like the real world, like if you, put, if you put the good stuff out, like generally speaking, the good stuff's gonna come back to you. Ooh, also, something I've been like wanting to share with you guys too for a while is that last summer, so last summer I bought a boat and I thought it was like the perfect thing for like COVID, like COVID started, bought a boat. I grew up on a lake my whole life and I was like, okay, cool. This is like the chance to like kind of start my own lake life thing. So it was a, it was a starter boat. It was like a Craigslist 20 year old speed boat, little speed boat, 17 footer. Um, what is it? 150 horse or something? I don't know. It was a fast boat. It was a great boat. Um, but then I sold it because I was just like, you know what I mean? Like I, I just got rid of it because I, I knew it was going to be a short term ownership. My parents have like a cottage and the whole like boat thing. So um, I was just kind of experimenting with it again. I was just like, I, that's just who I am. Like I'd have to learn firsthand. I would rather like, I'd rather do something the firsthand and, and on my terms and totally fail than to take someone's word on it and never know. And it probably wasn't a great financial decision to write a check for $8,000 for a brand new boat not knowing if I could make my money back. Um, but yeah, I did. I made my money back and then some, and also got to drive a quick kick-ass boat for the summer. So it was, it was good, it was good. I don't know why I'm doing this. Okay, so when I sold the boat, I moved to Indianapolis after the breakup and kind of just like, was just the, this like dude who just like floated around in my Jeep with my dog for months. And it was, it was perfect. It was beautiful and dark and perfect and exactly what I needed to do uh, at the time. 
So at the end of last year, 2020 in September, um, I sort of, so I bought a camper. I bought a pop-up camper. Uh, here's a picture of it. It's like the cutest thing in the world. Um, I call him Pluto the pop-up. And so Pluto right now is in storage about 10 minutes from here. And uh, I just visited him actually last week just to make sure like the winter and everything was like okay on him. Um, and uh, yeah, the tires are good and it's just ready to go. So let me back up for a second. Van life and tiny living. I think I've heard me talk about that before. Um, and it's just, it's blown up over the years, like hashtag van life and tiny living and all these, um, all these more simple living lifestyles have just really just blown up. And, um, and again, I've been fascinated with that stuff for years. I've just like, I was like, dude, when the time is right, I'm going to buy some land and build a tiny house or put a year, et cetera, et cetera. But before all that happens, I thought a nice entry level to that lifestyle would be to just buy a pop-up. The Jeep can tow it. I attach to the Jeep. It can go anywhere. And that's what I wanted. I was looking at RVs and buses and converted any kind of vehicle, ambulances converted into a, to a sleeping thing. And the only downside to those is maintenance because they have an engine. Um, I am not a handy man. So I, you know, if things were to break mechanically on that vehicle, I would either be stranded or have to call AAA. But the thing is my Jeep, I take good care of it. Um, I invest a lot of preventative maintenance into the vehicle because it's, I, I just want a reliable vehicle. I put a lot of miles on it. And the Jeep is just, it's Tommy, man, Tommy boy. Uh, that's my Jeep's name, Tommy. And it's just been, I've had that vehicle actually four years this month. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful vehicle. I've just, it's been great. Um, so the Jeep towing capacity is like 3,500 pounds. The Pluto pop-up, um, it weighs, I believe around 2,800 pounds. Fully loaded with water and stuff, probably a little over three. So I'm still way underneath the max towing capacity of the Jeep. And I just, like I said, I, I use the Palomino, sorry, the brand of, is a Forest River Palomino pop-up. So really it's Pluto the Palomino pop-up, um, PPP. Uh, so I used it a handful of times uh, in the fall last year. And then I just like had to put it away. It's just like too cold, even though it does have heat and stuff. But I was just like, dude, the, the fun part about camping is like, being able to like have a fire and like just be outdoors. Like you can't be outdoors when it's fucking cold. Not, not me anyways. People do it. I don't winter camp. Winter camping? No, 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 no. So anyways, my, <laughs> that was a long, long winded thing saying that um, I'm excited to make some videos about the pop-up and what that life is like and what that is, what everything about it, like everything about it. So expect some pop-up vlogs, pop-up camper vlogs here in the sometime future. Puppy is uh, very much asleep over here. Um, but yeah, she's doing well. In the last vlog, I talked about her getting an x-ray because she was just having some trouble um, walking. She was like limping kind of after we played fetch 
and the uh, basically she's got like early signs of arthritis, which is common, which is common for big O dogs like her. Um, so yeah, we're just kind of doing a lot of chilling. Um, no more fetch. Like when she fetches, man, she, she just, dogs go all out when they run. And I'm just like, you need to just chill a little bit. You need to dial it back just a little bit. So, but the good thing is um, when lake season starts next month, uh, she'll be fine. Like swimming is so, it, it's very soft. It's very like, um, what's the term? Low, low resistance. It's just, um, it's easy on their ligaments and the bones and the joints and all that stuff. And speaking of lake season, yeah, baby, that's opening up real soon. We typically put the dock in, what, what date do we do? I think it's like late May. So probably in like three or four weeks, we'll put, we'll put the dock in and then, and then, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's lake season time. It's party time. And hopefully by, I mean, the July 4th, probably most people will be vaccinated and, you know, we can have like a safe, a safe, um, 4th of July party up there. So that'd be, that'd be very cool. I'm pumped for that. And the lake is just like, that's like the beautiful thing about living close to home now. Like I'm in Indianapolis. So like if this is Indianapolis, which is the capital of Indiana, um, my parents live in a town called Fort Wayne, which is just two hours north of Indy. And then our lake cottage is just, just, just an hour more north of that. Kind of like where the microphone is right here. So from here, yeah, it's like two and a half hours to the lake. And yeah, that place is just like, I don't know, just love going there. This is actually our 20th summer at the lake. My parents purchased it in 2020, sorry, 2001. And so yeah, this will be our 20th summer. It's so wild to think about that. And it was like for a little while, I was actually trying to convince my parents to sell the cottage because my parents are 60 now and they're gonna retire soon. And I think they were just trying to figure out what, like what their next step was. You know, a lot of people in the Midwest, they retire somewhere in the Carolinas or down South. And I was like, if you sold the cottage, you could just buy something down South. Um, because the cold just eventually gets to you here. And I think, I'm hearing like a buzzing sound, sorry. Cool. Um, I think at their age, they're just like, dude, we wanna just like play pickleball and fish and like just chill and drink margaritas and listen to John Mellencamp, okay? Like, I don't blame them. If I was their age, like I would do the same thing. And, um, but speaking of my parents, like, but anyways, they're not selling the lake cottage. We're keeping the lake cottage. And I mean, hopefully my sisters, like they'll maybe have some children, some babies. And then those kids can use the lake cottage and the jet skis and we can play water volleyball and do the whole thing. My dad and I's relationship when I was in high school was not great. I was such a little fucker and sorry for my language, but this is just, it is what it is. I was just, I was a, I was just a shitty little kid. When I went to college, I really came back a man. I grew up and matured and that's when our relationship really started in my opinion. Like that's when our friendship started. 
And he's just like, he's just like such, he's just such a good man. And, you know, I lived with my parents for two months after I moved out of Nashville and then kind of like, kind of like my in-between, right? I lived with them for a long enough time to where like, I got to know them. I got to know them more as humans. I mean, spending two months with your parents, like as an adult, right? Obviously I lived with them for 18 years, but I'm 29 and I just like was hanging out in their basement for two months. Like I got to really know them. And uh, I just, I just fucking love my parents, man. Like I'm, I'm just so, I'm, I just feel so blessed to have them. Um, they're so supportive, so loving, and they listen. They're not just waiting to give me feedback or to talk. They're listening to me. They're digesting. They're, they're really listening to what I'm, to what, not what I'm saying, to what I'm, what I'm saying. You know what I mean? They, they get me. I, I think that's the bottom line. And uh, sometimes I miss sitting down and just binging Netflix with my dad. That was kind of what we did a lot when I was back. It was the middle of winter, it was, it was gross. And um, you know, we both just love watching TV and movies and shit. So we would sit down at like nine and watch like two, three hours of Netflix. And he'd be like, well, I better go to bed. And I was like, well, all right, sounds good. You know, and it was just like, it, it, we could just, we sat there in the lazy boy, their feet reclined and just like, I, I knew at the time that that was going to be something that I would miss. And, and I, I mean, it still is like, I'm getting emotional talking about it now. Like that, that I mean, honestly, like I, I think everything happens for a reason. And like, I was meant to live with my parents for, for those two months. It was just fucking beautiful. I loved every minute of it. And my mom, my mom is like, literally, like if anybody pays me that compliment and they're like, oh my God, man, you're so like, you're so positive, whatever, whatever. Like always, like the thing I say is I say, just wait till you meet my mom. Like I FaceTimed her yesterday, literally just cause I wanted to like see her smile. Like she is just like the, the purest, brightest, I'm about to cry. <laughs> Woman, like, period. And, uh, like, and she just happens to be my mom. It's wild. Ooh. <laughs> but like, it's just like, they've just always had my back. Um, and yes, parents should, but not all parents do. Um, sorry guys. Um, so yeah, again, I just, um, I feel so blessed to have them as parents and as friends. And like, I, I just feel like I can really be honest with them and it, they're just, uh, I don't know what else to say. I just, I just, I just feel so lucky, uh, to be their kid. They work very hard at being involved in their, in their kids' lives. And I have friends that their parents just, you know, like they just are not as involved. Um, and my friends want the parents to be more involved. So it's just, again, it's like, uh, again, I'm just so, I'm just so grateful for like so many things in my life right now. And I think starting the day with, um, starting the day with like a little, a little gratitude appreciation, you know, like that's something, um, that's something I really believe in. 
and you know like whether it's really just sipping on tea and like feeling the sun on my face and um, I'll just have some chairs. I bought some new um, outdoor furniture for my little patio balcony thing and uh, I love it. Like I want, I love to go outside in the morning. Like the first thing I want to do is go outside in the morning. And um, dude, I'm hearing buzzing on this thing and I'm getting, I'm getting shitty. <laughs> I'm just gonna put it down there. Cool. I might've been like all electronics or something. I don't know. Again, we're working the kinks out. We're working the kinks out. It's all good, baby. It's all good. My dad's in the process of like buying a pickup truck. He's never owned a pickup truck in his life. And you know, he calls me, he's like, what about this silver one? What do you think about, you know, I like the silver one, but the rims, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of the rims, but you know, this black one though, this black one's nice, but it's not four wheel drive. And you know, we need four wheel drive. And so we're, we're kind of going back and forth on shopping for a pickup truck together. I mean, fuck, like how American is that shit? You know, father, son, shopping for a pickup truck. Um, I don't know, it's kind of goofy. I, I love it though, I love it, I love it, I love it. I also wanna say thank you for supporting my online store. That, that is great. I put a lot of work into, into the store and into the photos and in just, it just to receive the love back and the support, it just means so much. And it really is, it opens up such a, uh, such a door for a different revenue stream for me. Um, I talked about um, in a comment that I posted last video, someone asked, um, well, what do you do? Like, how do you, how do you make money? What's your job? And I commented on the, on the comment just, you know, at the time, but I wanted to address it um, in the, in the pod. Um, I'm already saying pod. That's pretty dope. Dude, you wanna come on my pod, bro? Yeah, just like, just pop in on my pod, dude. Yeah, it'd be great. Um, so there's like three or four main ways that I make a living. Um, one is just um, posting on YouTube. Um, the ad revenue from YouTube, it's not a ton for a creator my size, but it is enough to invest in expensive microphones. This microphone, was $900. That's a lot of cheese. Um, I mean, I've had this microphone for two or three years, but I used the revenue from my YouTube channel to purchase it. So thank you for watching these videos because now I have a cool microphone. Um, and the other two main ones um, are brand partnerships on my social media. I partner with brands on my Instagram and my YouTube channel. Um, and that makes up a large portion of my annual revenue. And then the last one, uh, would be my online store. And again, like you guys supporting that online store um, just makes it so much easier to to do things like this um, and to invest in a setup like this um, that I just, I wouldn't have the opportunity to otherwise. And like, again, I, I just think it's so cool to like offer a picture that I've taken online and someone buys that in Australia and then they get it in the mail and they're like, oh, cool. And they just like put it on their wall or the refrigerator or they frame it, I don't know, or throw it away, <laughs> I don't know. I, that is just so mind blowing to me and I'm grateful for every order that I receive. So if you would like to support me and support the podcast and support the channel, uh, it's markedwardmiller.com and uh, I ship internationally and the t-shirts are fulfilled by another company, a third party company, so I don't have to have t-shirts freaking hanging out of the, the, the 
the, the closets here. Uh, I've done that in the, in the past and it was fine, but it's just like, um, I fulfill all, all the prints. Um, I actually have all my print stuff. Uh, typically it's here, like next to me on my desk, but to make this setup look a little bit cleaner, cleaner uh, that's cute and clean, uh, cuter and cleaner, um, I put it in my bedroom for now. So yeah, all the prints are signed and I ship them and I print them and I just enjoy the process from start to finish. Thank you guys for just being here and giving me a chance to just like talk. And if you, you know, if, um, if, you, like the, if you like this style, like the long form media, um, you know, like, like the video, it helps me, it helps the channel. And uh, I just, again, I'm so appreciative of, of you guys being here. I know it's, some of you guys have been here for the long haul, um, years and years and years. And that is just, um, that's just so fucking cool. So I know, I know I've been like, kind of like, I don't know, like again, pinch me, I'm dreaming kind of vibe today, but that's, I don't know, maybe it won't wear off. I'm just, um, this is something I'm, I'd love to do. And um, I would like to also have some of my friends on the podcast in the future. Donnie's definitely gonna make it on episode two or three. Um, he actually helped me out a lot, just talking out, just, just, you know, he helped me, he helped me with the production of this. So shout out to Donnie for, for, you know, for talking to me about podcasts while you work out. Oh, if any of you would like to make a jingle for the podcast, like, yes, you would, you can, it can be as simple as you, your voice. Uh, you could just sing it. The Chill Bag Podcast. Or if you play an instrument, um, if, you're, if, you're, if you're a musician of any, any sorts, um, my email is on my website. <clears throat> email me, we can talk about it. And um, yeah, so if you, if you do, if I do end up choosing your jingle or if we end up having a jingle for the podcast, um, I'd be happy to leave like your, your social handle <clears throat> in the description um, of every video. So that's it dudes. Again, thank you for coming to the first episode of the Chill Pants Podcast. Uh, so stoked, so happy, good vibes. Uh, I love you guys so very much and I'll see you very soon. Love you. I'll see you and bye.